I used to love sitting down with my grandfather telling me stories of old. The older and better days, he used to say. Well, he's no longer here to share those stories, and I wish I'd catalogued them. That's why I felt such an affinity to Tom, a listener from Alabama, now living in Berlin, who started sending us recordings of his memories of growing up. Enjoy this short, true story, read by Tom himself, in this special edition of the show we're calling Reminiscing with Tom. Grandmother wasn't as strict as our parents, which was the one of many reasons the grandkids loved to go spend the nights on the weekends. The old big house was too big for her later on in her years, so Dad and Mr. Frank started building a smaller house on the back property. I remember Dad handing me a dollar to go down to the store and get me some ten-penny nails. Get back here and don't play around. Once completed, she had her chickens fenced in, and my aunt put a small house trailer in the back where we kids were later allowed to stay up past midnight playing Monopoly. Grandmother was a kind soul and always told me stories of her youth. Once as I was sitting in the front porch swing, looking a little down, she came out and asked what was wrong. Why such a long face? I told her how ugly I was with all these freckles. Don't you worry about those freckles. One day they will go away and you're going to break some girl's heart. <laughs> nice try, Grandma, I thought. Then I got a severe sunburn. No one warned us about that as kids. It was bad. I mean real bad. Water blisters and all. I remember laying there with cold rags to ease the pain. Then my skin began to peel off one large piece at a time. There was still one hope for me and those freckles. I remember seeing caterpillars shed and out came a beautiful butterfly. It was called metamorphosis. I shed skin for a long time, but sadly discovered that my metamorphosis didn't help. I still had those freckles. Kids think the darndest things. I must say, that Grandma was right. It took a few years longer than I wanted, but no more freckles. Thanks, Grandmother. Ask any of the grandkids. Grandma could cook. She made the best coconut cream pies, banana pudding, and peach or apple cobblers. Nothing out of the box, all fresh from scratch. When it came to food, we would go over the bay by the way of the causeway, and buy a bushel of peaches, a hundred-pound sack of potatoes, all for a dollar and a little bit of labor. We'd go to the shrimp boats with a wash tub and bring back fresh shrimps out of the Gulf for a cookout. Dad would stop by the banana boats out of South America and buy a stalk of green bananas, and we'd hang the stalk out on the back porch, and as they ripened, we'd always had our treat. The cost, one dollar for a whole stalk. We never had to buy fish because we could go fishing. A license? Well, I know. At that time, if you fished with a cane pole 
or just threw a fishing line in with hook and bobber. No license was required. We couldn't afford a rod and reel anyways. If we couldn't dig worms out of our own property, my uncle and I would go to the junkyard and turn over pieces of junk, and voila, all the worms you can use. I correct slightly what I just said. Sometimes we went out on the causeway to one of the several seafood restaurants, and yes, for a dollar, you could get a heaping plate full of cooked shrimp or a beer-battered fried flounder. I still remember the sign over the door. It read, The seafood you eat here today slept last night in the bay. Now that's fresh. Over 65 years ago, and I still remember that sign. Mr. Frank had taken a whole year to build his fishing boat from scratch. At last, the proud man called Dad over to admire his handiwork and asked Dad if he would install a car motor that he had gotten somewhere. Dad was an expert with things like that and said he would help. With long hours and skinned knuckles and a few curse words, they got the inboard motor installed with a stern warning from my dad that Mr. Frank had built the inboard motor mount much too high. But he wouldn't listen. Dad worked all of his life on the docks and he knew what he was saying, but Mr. Frank was in a hurry and didn't want to wait any longer. Finishing up, Mr. Frank got the boat on the trailer, and we all headed to the river to the fishing camp. They got the boat in the water, and as they stood there with big grins on their faces, the boat bobbed around for a couple of seconds and slowly rolled over, bottoms up. Dad and I got into his car, and as we drove away, he shifted that piece of cigar to the other side of his mouth and shot it out the car window. I told you so. It's all yours now, Mr. Frank, as we drove off in a cloud of red Alabama dust in total disgust. So German seamen say, and I'll translate it, may there always be a hen width of water under your keel. Sincerely, Tom. Tune in again next time for more Reminiscing with Tom.